Hey everybody, welcome back to the great and terrible AHS. I am here once again, joined by Slow Beef and Miss Shadow Lovely. Hey, hey gang. Hello. Hey. Um, we're doing the two worst named episodes of television uh, <laughs> here, uh, starting with birth. We're only going to get through half of it because um, we go from like every plot line. Like let's say there are N plot lines. Uh, we end on one plot line. So we remove N minus one plot lines this episode, which is to say a whole lot happens. Um, and a lot of it ends in very uh, flat, uninspiring ways. <laughs> if I do say so uh, myself. Yeah, should we uh, just get down to the get down? Because so many things happen. Um, God, I can't. I can't believe they leave a single plot hook hanging, and it's like the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> also, really long opening sequence for this episode. Um, longer than most, which is odd. Um, because like, not a whole lot happens in it, and also it's very confusing. Um, unconfusingly, <laughs> it is just a flashback of Murder House, like it has been for the last ten episodes. Um, but this is in 1984, um, and Constance is absolutely trashed um, in front of her television, passed out. Um, she's surrounded by overdue bills and like bottles of alcohol. So I guess like the implication is that she's going to lose the house. How she lost that house and then bought the equally large house next door is never addressed in this television show. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it makes no sense how she got kicked out of one huge house in L.A. only to buy another huge house in L.A. right you know next door. Makes even, you know what makes even less sense if you think about it for a second? And this just hit me like a bolt. Um, so you know how uh, she moved to the house next door to the murder house? Mm-hmm. You know how that probably means it cost about the same as the murder house, maybe a little less because it was a particularly nice piece of architecture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know how the property value fell through the floor after uh, the school shooting and also the like homicide, suicide, mm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know how Constance is like fucking obsessed with getting the house back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where are you going with this? So she has a piece of property that she could clearly very easily liquidate that has a higher value than her target. Constance, I have great news about the biggest horror of all, <laughs> capitalism. You can just buy the house. <laughs> you could have just had the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, yeah. Correct. Um, but she lost the house at this point in 1984. Um, and she's surrounded uh, by like overdue bills. And like it's supposed to be like, oh, I guess she drunk because of that. And also her husband dying slash being killed. Um, and then Tate, little baby Tate, uh, who appears to be, I don't know, like four years old, maybe um, is pushing like a, a toy car, like a toy, like bulldozer around the house. Um and he rolls it into the basement. Um, and then we get like a, a creepy sequence because the show likes to remind us that this is actually supposed to be a scary show, um, even though it never is ever. Um. <laughs> you, know, you know how a good horror like always reminds you like, by the way, we're horror. We got we to gotta bring that up again. Did I mention that? Yeah. In case you guys <laughs> forgot, we are supposed to actually be a scary show. Um like a box falls and it startles him. Um, like if this was the weirdly, like if this scene was like the, the like the tone of the whole series, it would be a lot scarier because like there's a scene after that where he is like looking for his 
truck, which has rolled like under a table with like a big black inky <laughs> void behind truck. it. Um, yeah. And like the the way they frame this is actually like it's pretty good. They don't like default to a cheap jump scare at first. It like slowly like the shot tightens in on the darkness where Tate's going to have to reach for the truck. Um, and then Infantata's face like very slowly comes into view. Um, which is a pretty effective horror thing. I'll give them that. Um, they immediately ruin it by doing a very funny jump scare where Infantata tries to drag him to hell. Um, <laughs> but the lead up to that was actually pretty effective. I'll give them that. And one thing I like about it is I think it would like be more effective on like home television screens for like the average like TV viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that gets lost a lot of times between like theater horror and like home horror or like the other way around where like something is just like a really good theater movie and then you see it at home and you're like oh it looks like an embarrassing little puppet yeah (laughs) or like the other way around sometimes yeah 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 Yeah, um he does get um uh, or attempts to get drugged to hell by uh inventata um and then nora montgomery shows up and is like hey 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 hey, cut it out you quit that you let him go. Um, Thaddeus, you let him go. So we know Infantata is Thaddeus. We already knew that. But um, so Nora is showing complete and utter um, control over her son monster thing here. Um, we won't be able to get into why this is frustrating until our next episode. But just keep that in mind for next week's episode. Um, and Nora saves baby Tate and is like, hey, little fella. Um just tell him if he sh- if he shows up again, just tell him go away, and he will. Um, which man, ghosts are really easy to defeat in hindsight. Um, also, like <laughs> Nora showing up here when Tate is baby in 1984 is very confusing because she shows up when the Harmons move in and is like, "Where am I? What house is this?" Like, what's going on? I I think maybe yeah. the okay. So I'm this is giving them. God, this is giving them so much credit. And it doesn't even Uh answer the question. But, like, (laughs) are they trying to say... Because I say in my notes later, does Nora have ghost dementia about a different thing that she forgets? Um... Is it? Are they trying to imply that since she like blew her brains out, that she's got like big lapses in her memory? Do you think they're smart <laughs> no, enough to be like implying I, that? That's too generous. <laughs> I'm, that's ter- that, that's like yeah, that's above them. that. Also, like <laughs> implies a connect to the physical from the spiritual that I don't think they are willing to grapple with the implications of. They'll yeah. do that. <laughs> they would do that if it was directly plot relevant, like they needed it to happen, but not mm-hmm. like. There's no, not in a subtle way. I, I don't buy, um, you know. Yeah, it's just it's oh, really no, confusing. I die due to my liver, so if I drink ghost alcohol, I die faster. <laughs> no, like. oh no, my liver. Yeah. Um, it's I don't know. It's just confusing because like uh, we definitely when we were introduced to Nora as a ghost, it seemed like she was like, oh, this is the first time I've like revealed myself to this house and I don't I don't understand why people are moving into it I've like never seen it before and now we're like no she's been around I just assumed like she was in a constant state of the vapors, as they would say in her time period. Like she's just a lady who's constantly stuck. Like you know how everyone has a ghost trait. Like Moira is like the the constant seductress or whatever. <laughs> right. Um. 
what if she's just the ghost vapors? So she's just always like, ah, at all I, times. Uh, yeah, kinda, that is kind of She gives that she off most of the time, with like the exception of when Tate needs her to give him a hug. Yeah, that's what I think it's this scene that makes the, everything more confusing because up until now, you're right. Like her whole character has been like, I'm a confused lady who um, needs everyone around me to give me context and also help me because I have no idea what's going on. Um, but in this scene and in future scenes, regrettably, um, she will be fully in control of her faculties uh, and it just has it together all of a sudden. But right now she's uh, like... So what, what you're telling me is American Horror Story has... Decided a character needs to become an entirely different character out of nowhere mm. with no indication as to why that would have happened. Oh, a oh series God. first. Ty, you <laughs> have no idea. That's happening. Don't you dare forget about Larry. His name was Larry. He was a funny little guy. Oh, my God. You have no idea. When we get to the next episode, you'll see why Nora is my favorite character. I even have it noted in here. Please remember this part. It's so funny later. Um. Like, the best part about the character swap thing is like the podcast I did before this one, Podcast of the Galactic Heroes, one of the seasons was like Gundam Wing. And that is the number one problem with that show is it is just endlessly like a character will just be someone else the next time they show up with entirely new motivations, completely disconnected from who they <laughs> were before. And it's like such a, it, it's one of the most infuriating things you can do in writing because it's just like, no, 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 like. It feels like ruining the character because you're just making them a different character entirely and putting the same sticker on them. It sucks. It sucks so much. And, and I didn't think I'd get hit by it in American Horror Story. I thought I left that with Gundam Wing. <laughs> no, no. You know, you don't even have the excuse of maybe there's like something that got lost in translation or a cultural thing here. This is just sloppy. <laughs> no, you know? it's American dog. It says it on the fucking tin. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, Nora's like, "Hey Tate, if the if the little evil, evil baby, my my baby shows up, uh just yell at him and he'll go away." And Tate's like, "Sick." Um Tate's like, "I wish you were my mom." And you know what? That's fair. I also wish Nora was my mom. Um she's, you know, she's got the vapors, uh but she feels like really easy to get along with cuz she really never knows what's going on and if you tell her what's going on, she'll believe you without question. Oh. Also, the alternative's Constance. That's you know, also so. very true. Yeah. <laughs> the alternative is um, much worse in every way. Um, then it, like, they, whoever shot the opening sequence was, I think, a different person that shot any other part of the season because, like, you can tell they're trying to be really artistic because they do this really confusing thing where they pan over to a shot of Tate's truck, which is still in the basement, um, and then without transitioning or changing anything visually, um, we just see now adult Tate or older Tate um, pick up the truck. Uh, it's very confusing. Um, I know it was supposed to be an artistic choice, but because they don't tell us at what point this is, I just assumed, especially because of what happens next, I just assumed this was like when they got the house back. Because was... you... Yeah, I was confused, like, that for a minute, like, maybe he was a different kid or something, because it was a really weird transition, but then it's like, now that, yeah, it's like they're doing the artistic kind of like, wait a sec, you know. And I, I was like, okay, so this must be when Tate first moves back into the house, which has to be when 
Larry's family dies and then Tate's family moves back in with Larry. Um, and Because the interaction is he picks up the truck like he hasn't seen it in X yeah. amount of years. And then he like walks in right. and hears Nora crying. And she's like, who are you? So like the implication is like, oh, he's come back after all these years. But then in their dialogue, it's revealed that no, this is present day. Which means he's talked to Nora like a billion times in between then and now. Um, why he's deciding to do this weird like, ah, this is my first time seeing you. Like interaction is, I I guess they just wanted that sick like transition. That's all they wanted. Yeah, um, I think, I because think it that's makes no sense. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because now Nora has ghost dementia again, and she's like, "Who are you?" Um, and remember, they've been talking this whole time. She knows who Tate is, or she should. And then Tate. Uh, also, it doesn't help that Tate is getting progressively damper and more moist in every episode. So it's very oh, yeah. hard to track. Um what Tate we're looking at um, based on his moistness levels. He always looks like he's been spritzed with a spray bottle um, at various degrees of That's, like moisture. You know what it is? All the, They all have a different thing you can say or do, and Tate's like a cat, so if you spritz him, he like, goes away. You know what I mean? Hell That's yeah. That's how you dispel Tate, but anyhow. Honestly, that would be a better ending than what happens, but... Mm-hmm. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh... He's like, hey, because she's like, where's my baby? She keeps crying and she's like, where's my baby? Which is in character for the Nora we met because the Nora we met is constantly just like, "Mm, where's my baby all the time. But the Nora we just met 25 seconds ago knows where her baby is. She called him by name and she knows how to get him to fuck off. So I don't understand what Nora 25 seconds ago, what her deal was and why it's different than Nora now. Um, I don't know what happened, but now she's like, where's my baby? And Tate's like, hey, I I said I'd get you a baby, um, about that. And she's like, oh yeah, you did say you'd get me a baby. I remember you now. I, for some reason, didn't 10 seconds ago because my character isn't consistent five seconds in interim, but, uh, Uh here we are now. Um, (laughs) and Tate's like, yeah, about that, um... So there's a little bit of a problem. Um, I love Violet, and I think it would be pretty fucked up if I were to steal her brother. Um, I don't I can... know why that's the line that he draws. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, like, he has crossed a line that is much farther than stealing I... someone. Like, I'll be honest, this is like a Rumpelstiltskin crime, and the things he's done before this are, like, felonies. <laughs> or, or worse. <laughs> I love her so much, I can't fuck with her family more than four times, at least. You know, like, it's yeah. just, yeah. like. <laughs> um, and then um, Nora does another character turn into my favorite version of Nora, which is the version of Nora that is like, aw, Tate, that sucks for you. Um, I'm built different. I will be stealing the baby. Um, <laughs> and I have in parentheses, please remember this. It's so funny later, but we won't get to that till the next episode (laughs) um and then that's the opening sequence uh and then we get the title card and the long you know the menacing music that always plays Uh, and the wild part is i watched this opening twice because i watched it like last night before going to bed and then just being like no i'll do this tomorrow and then also again this morning and i almost for until i was reading this i would have like totally forgot this section even happened because it's like (laughs) 
overall so unimportant and like tells you nothing. <laughs> it's wild. I would like all it tells us is like Nora still wants to steal the baby. Yes, that's it. Um, that's all yeah. the information you get. And I would like both the people playing at home and also us um, to keep mental note of how many people want this goddamn set of babies. How many people are trying to start stealing these babies? Because right now, as of yet, like we, the three of us know how many it will be by the end of the episode. Um, but right now, all the audience should know is um, Constance, uh, now Nora slash Tate, but Tate has like pulled yeah. his hat out of that ring. So <laughs> Constance and Nora... Um, and that should hypothetically be it for the audience. The oh, audience should not know any. One other detail. One other detail you should know is that uh, anti-ghost banishment spells do work, as we have uh, alluded to multiple times of simply yelling "go away" and having it had functioned what like three, four times running now. Mm -hmm. So the the idea of dispelling ghosts via a magic word is valid and can work. No reason to mention this. <laughs> No. It won't be relevant later. No, come on. <laughs> and then, like every other episode thus far, we go from the past to now, which it isn't really a jump because the last scene we also saw was now, so they kind of fucked up the positioning of the opening sequence. But they wanted that cool transition with the truck, so they had to shoehorn it in. Um, this scene, baffling, and it will remain baffling for the rest of the episode. So Ben is dragging Violet down the stairs, um, and she's, like, really poorly fighting back. Um, it's a very badly acted scene between the both of them. Um, and she's like, no, you can't make me leave. And he's like, I don't trust you anymore. And I don't trust Tate. And it doesn't make sense that he says this. Um, I'm, yeah. I was assuming. No, do you have a theory? <laughs> I guess. It's not, like, not a strong one. That It was kind of like she still hasn't gone to school and, like, he's blaming Tate for it. So he's just like, you're corrupting my daughter and truancy, blah, blah, blah. But, but like, I the mean, reason he doesn't trust Tate is because he saw Tate in the gimp suit. And Violet's not, like, affiliated with that in any way. And I, I think maybe just he is assuming that yeah. Tate has too much influence over her. What well, uh, she I directly think is says is, I haven't talked to Tate in weeks. <laughs> So, yeah, but so he, he doesn't believe her. The last, the last conversation <laughs> they had was like, hey, you really got to go to school. Okay, dad, I will. Now, clearly she hasn't because of that. So I'm assuming there's like a, you you know, I try to get through to you, but you're still lying to me kind of Also, he doesn't even bring up at this point that like Tate's the one in the gimp suit. Like he's fully bought into that like but, Tate's yeah. the one who assaulted his wife. That never gets mentioned again. Yeah, he doesn't well, feel like bringing it up. It'd be awkward, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he to be doesn't fair, like right? mention it. You think that, like, if that was the reason that you didn't want your daughter to interact with someone, you would fucking mention that. You'd be like, no, Violet, that's the man who assaulted your mother. Like, no, absolutely pretty, not. Pretty good reason, you know? It is a very good reason. He should mention it. He doesn't, but he and should. It and who knows, maybe it would be enough to convince Violet and we would have proof of that within this same episode <laughs> of the TV show. Who can say? Who could say, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's dragging her to the car to go... He's dragging her to the car to go pick up her mother. He's so adamant that she needs to be there to pick up her mom from the psych ward. Um, this will be important for the rest of the episode. Um and she's like, no, my tummy hurts. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Like, she can't leave, obviously. So she's, like, trying to not go. 
Um, you know what would have been more effective? Because she doesn't want her parents to find out she's dead, which is like, she later on will claim it's because she thinks it'll make her parents go crazy, to which I say like, six different types of two late little girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. you know what would have avoided this whole thing of like you having to pretend to have tummy hurt itis and then also the awkward thing that happens next is if you just didn't fucking let your dad see you. Like ghosts but, can just not be seen. Just They don't. say that. They say that explicitly at one point too, yeah. Like, yeah, Hayden's yeah. like just be fucking invisible, bro. Like <laughs> Just yeah. don't let them see you. <laughs> Hayden's continued enjoyment of being a ghost is like she is the Lady Gaga of this season for me. Every time Hayden <laughs> pops up and is just like, yeah, I found out a new way being a ghost kicks ass. <laughs> I'm just like, get it, girl. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, but she, she, Violet doesn't do this. Violet does not make herself invisible. So she has to do this awkward thing with her dad. Um, And then he like literally shoves her in the back seat of the car and she's like okay I'll just lie down and I guess that that's supposed to be our our answer for what happens next we're supposed to assume that she just like went solid snake mode <laughs> under a blanket for the whole drive mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she doesn't even have a blanket she's just laying on the back seat um, I mean I do think Ben would be tricked but yeah you know oh, I got absolutely. You. <laughs> luckily Ben Harmon's the dumbest human being alive um, yeah. <laughs> and this works. Later on says, I can't believe you got out at a stop, at like the first stoplight, which like, Ben, how did you not notice a door opening and someone leaving the vehicle? Oh, this you're, you're you're not two characters, two you're not, different characters. You're not talking to her at all or anything during like a car ride. You know, even if she's not, resp- I don't know. It's just, it's all nonsense. Yeah. Um. So what happens is what we're so confused about is, um. so he shoves her in the car and then starts to drive away. Um, and then, of course, she does the ghost thing and instant transmissions back to her bedroom because she can't leave the property. Um, ben doesn't stop the car or, like, try to find her or anything. He just assumes she's real quiet for the whole drive. And then when she's mm-hmm. not in the backseat, he's like, what the? And then just doesn't follow up on it ever again, um, which is it, it, another character, Vivian, will even bring it up and he'll be like, yeah, she's going through a hard time right now. As if that has any bearing on her just, you know, vaporizing in the backseat. Um, yeah, so that will be something that gets brought up several times this uh, this episode. But she's back in her room now. Um, and she like, I don't know why we have this scene. Um Tate's using computer. Tate on internet. What if Ghost Online? Um, <laughs> oh man, go, Ghost. What ghost if, Online type YouTube, except he type it with just letter U instead of Y O U, because Ghost doesn't know technology. Bada bing. I uh, let's hold on to this conversation for four more seasons. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, yeah, ghost. one Emmy, please. One Emmy, please. Thank you. I, I wrote the best show. Oh my god. Yeah, Tate types in YouTube. So this implies that Tate knows about YouTube. He understands the the existence and concept of YouTube, but he doesn't know to type it out as Y O YouTube. Um, to the point where it gets its own scene where he's like hunt and pecking typing on the computer, typing in YouTube like the letter U, and Violet's like it's Y O U. 
not the letter U. Like, she says that whole sentence. They dedicate all that time to it. And then that's it. That's the end of it. Like, that was something we had to have in here for some I reason. I can't imagine having infinite time and not, like, learning everything. Like, finding out the internet exists and immediately being like, oh, thank God. I yeah. have a way to connect to everything no, outside no. of this house. You know what? I can learn everything. It is 100%, like, literally, un- unironically, it is that somebody in the writer's room thought that it was a really clever joke to have a ghost accidentally think it was YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, you're absolutely right. Cuz the thing is too, like there's a lot of implications to ghosts on the internet that would be like yes! communication, you know. And you know what? Yeah! But you know what's funny? Like this is like the 80th time I like that you 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 Ty have told a joke at the offensive American horror story and I have to think, "Oh my god, but they actually unironically do this later." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on to it. It's but anyway, um, <laughs> Yeah. But like this, yeah, for no. real, you if you have a ghost go on the internet, that causes such a ruckus. Yes, it's it like does. The implications of a ghost online are insane. Especially and Tate. Like, Tate on the internet. A serial killer ghost? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and don't, But don't worry. It's not important. It literally has nothing to do yeah. with the rest of the episode. They just wanted us to have that interaction for some reason. Which is why it's so crazy to put it in. <laughs> Because yeah. it like really causes so many problems. Just to me, like they could have had an excuse of like, yeah, ghosts can't see data or something. If, like I don't know, man. If, They've already had dumb rules for the ghosts. Or if they really, really, really wanted to put this joke in here somewhere, they could have had one of like the older ghosts, like Charles Montgomery or Nora or somebody, be like fiddling around with a computer and being like, "Ooh, what is this?" Like someone who doesn't understand YouTube. Oh, I put having... in YouTube EWE because I was trying to look for little goats or whatever, <laughs> yeah. little They're, lambs. They they literally do that joke in season five with somebody who's like, no. Google sounds obscene, you know, and it's like Hell frustrating. Because yeah. that's even not a good joke, but way better than Tate being like YouTube. That's with a U, right? Laugh track. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also there's no also, reason. Tate is of the age where he would like have been in line with YouTube time. Like it doesn't work because he's not. Yeah. Like if it was like Nora who did it, it'd be like, okay. <laughs> but like Tate was a like a teen in the late 90s, right? Like the yeah. early aughts. So, 94. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Like- and yeah, so yeah, it's just, yeah. He'd be a poster, bro. <laughs> he'd be such a poster. <laughs> Yeah, he sure would, but he's not. Um, Anyway, again, it has nothing to do with the episode. Um, And Violet goes off on like a thing like, oh, well, we're both ghosts and we can't have kids. And if my parents find out I'm dead, they're going to go insane. I'm like, well, they're Tate actually says like probably what all of the audience is thinking, which is. Um, well, they're going to find out eventually. Uh, Eventually, uh, it will come to light. So you might as well just do it. There's like, and there's a lot of good way. There's good ways, I think, to even do this whole. I don't want to tell my parents I'm dead thing, which sounds silly on paper, but you could you could make it work. There's emotional things behind that, blah blah blah. But they don't. It's just sort of like, you know, also, I just don't want to. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's me. I would be more fucked up finding out my kid was a ghost than that they killed themselves. Because I'd be like, oh, that means ghosts are real, which opens up a whole new world of things that I need to accept and come to terms with. Wait, Violet, Violet, you're a ghost now. Quick, 
can you interact with this computer? <laughs> I need to know if a ghost can go online. Violet, I, this is very important. No, there's, I mean, there's, there's wait, right? You get, because, like, look, I can get behind. I can't. I, I, I know I have to tell them I'm dead, but I don't want to do it now while they're pre- my mom's pregnant that she might lose the baby, something like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. ways you can do it outside mm-hmm. of this whole like. I just, I, it's embarrassing, you know, or whatever. Yeah, this, like whole thing, mm-hmm. or it's gonna make them like upset. Like, oh yeah, they yeah, are gonna will, get upset, but, obviously. Yeah. Um, and like she kind of goes on this weird tangent where she's like, "We're gonna, the world's gonna keep advancing around us, and we're gonna see all this stuff, but then like we're not gonna have YouTube to watch." And I'm like, "Why? Like, all of we'll the ghosts have Neuralink who- <laughs> chips, and then everybody will." Uh, not then we won't be able to get on. Com- then yeah, ghosts won't but, be able but, to be on computer but if you anymore. Can interact, if ghosts can interact with computer now, they're gonna be. They're not gonna ghost-proof technology. Like whatever technology is in the future, you're gonna be able to interact with that if you can interact with current technology. You shouldn't be what able if- to. It's so bad for all of it. Like it doesn't work. I mean, like then it's like death isn't that bad, really. You yeah. know. You just now don't have to pay taxes or participate in capitalism. But Tate, we won't. What if we can't get on computer? What if I can't post? <laughs> but you can. I'd be devastated. We just we just established that you can. What if what if in the future I can't post? What if there's a, f- a timeline without posting? The heat death of the universe will surely bring an end to posting, Tate. Oh my God! And then well, it's time to go into another yeah, scene because we're yeah, doing the we're nursery, doing, right. baby. We got no. um, Chad and Patrick, the, move, the two yeah. funky fellas who love cheating on each other and. And, um, being mad about apples, mm-hmm. and it's yam season, motherfuckers. No. As they are. <laughs> um, Chad complains that Vivian didn't have potatoes, so they have to use yams. But in a moment of character growth, an inspired one, in a moment the writers perhaps stumbled into on accident, Patrick just goes, "You know what? Actually, it's okay that they're yams. They actually seem to work <laughs> a little bit better. I don't mind. <laughs> like it's just like a mo." Perhaps the most like little human moment of like, oh, you know what? He is getting better. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know why they're uh, decorating the nursery because the last interaction was Vivian and Ben telling them to leave forever, which uh, is an effective banishment, as we have found again. <laughs> um, but they're just decorating the nursery. Um and yeah, Chad just is like, oh yeah, we're going to have our babies in this nursery, which, wait, why do, why do they want to steal a baby now? This is, yeah, the way you put it, it's baby stealer smash brothers melee, where everybody <laughs> is here to steal this fucking baby. <laughs> oh, so to add these two to the roster for baby stealers anonymous. Um, <laughs> Patrick, Chad. <laughs> We now have two more to add to the roster of people who want the baby by the end of this. Uh, and um, Violet asks exactly what we just did. The, she like walks into this nursery and is like, hey, um, why are you guys painting a nursery? Um, because even if uh, my mom didn't tell you to fuck out of here and you weren't pretending to be the fluffers or whatever... Um, my mom's not going to stay here to have the babies. So I don't, what are you, what are you doing? Um, Tate calls them a slur. One of many, uh, that he will use this 
episode um, <sighs> and is like, they hey. They really fling them. They really fling them out here. They really love. Hey, heads up if you're not watching the episode. If you don't want to hear a lot of slurs against uh, the LGBT community, perhaps don't check it out. <laughs> it's yeah. real bad. You do get a little bit of uh, not like comeuppance, but you do get to see Tate get the shit beat out of him for it. So there is a little bit of a payoff and you get to see Constance, <laughs> the other person who uses the slurs, um, also absolutely destroyed by Chad. So take what you will out of it. Know that there is a little bit of relief. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. just um, unrelenting slurs with no pushback, unlike all the other episodes. Um, where they do where they do use slurs with absolutely they no got it right once. <laughs> right. They're yeah. learning. They're learning. Uh, um, I regret to inform you, you don't gotta give it up to the writers who used slurs. Yeah, you do not, in fact, have to give it no, up to the writers. No matter how deep the hole is, it, we're still in. It's still a hole, no matter how far you climb. Mm-hmm. Oh. <sighs> and then Tate's very upset because he finds out they're gonna steal the babies, and he's like, "You can't steal the babies. I was gonna." Steal steal those babies so now tate's back into the baby stealing ring um he's back on the roster um in one of many very confusing um script errors that they just decide not to remove or reshoot (laughs) patrick um patronizingly calls violet little sister in reference to her two unborn siblings whom she is seven years 17 years older than um, which doesn't make any sense uh, in any context that you would read it. Um, yeah, I think and they just don't do anything about it. It's, I think it's supposed yeah, to they, be. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say they give Violet the defense of like, well, your mom's definitely not going to leave the house because then she'd have to leave you. And um, then, yeah, they, she wouldn't leave her little sister. And it's like, wait, or do you mean her mom? Because that doesn't make sense. Or do you mean the unborn child? Because <laughs> that also does not make sense. I was reading it as like, they're trying to be kind of demeaning to her, like little girl kind of thing, but fucked it up because the writing sucks. And yeah, like, let's point <laughs> so dad a, a different really... error, a different writing yeah, exactly. error that they didn't reshoot. Yeah. Like, cause yeah, like the other way you call little sister is like me to my si- sister who is six years older than me. Um, because I am like a foot and a half taller than she is, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, which the unborn <laughs> child is not a foot and a half taller than Violet <laughs> as far as we know. So even giving them the most lenient, fun Midwestern spin on it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. And like Patrick says this thing that's uh, because no character can be consistent for more than five minutes on this show. Um, he says something that will be confusing later where he's like in the context of him saying little sister he's like you're gonna be begging to babysit these kids uh it gets so lonely here and i'm like i've never granted full disclosure i am a person who has never had a desire to have children i just don't have that quality um never have i been like lonely and been like you know what would be great being around two screaming babies that sounds That's like not it would why you, kick yeah. ass you don't have yeah. you don't have kids as someone who has kids you don't do it because it's like ah some i need companionship you know what i mean like that's like i need <laughs> or a you pal shouldn't. Like, you yeah, shouldn't. Bad. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say start raising a team of sled dogs and 20 years y'all be like ready for like adult hangouts and shit like it doesn't work yeah no oh don't 
don't worry, that's not their plan either. Their plan <laughs> is infinitely more insane because it Oh yeah. It yeah. means they've never talked to a single parent in their entire life. Or had an imagination or anything. Yeah. It is such a bad mm, yeah. And it is the worst uh, idea. And it's so out of left field. We'll get there, but it's like Talk about characters having no previous motivation for what they're doing. These characters definitely have no previous motivation for what they're doing. Um, and also... And then they also just stop having the motivation for <laughs> in- instantly and equally, like, no reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Tate calls them another slur, and Chad uh, fires back with, What are you going to do, you little edgelord? Murder me? And then Tate gets real mad and has big feelings about it because... He's right. What is he going to do? Murder him? He can't. He's already dead. Um, Now we're in the kitchen Um, for another very confusing uh, sequence of events. um, This will start another plot thread that will have a very weird um, payoff. And by weird, I mean it won't have a payoff. Uh, (laughs) Constance comes over and is like, what the fuck do you want, Violet? I'm making brown Betty. Ghost can be on phone? Yeah. <laughs> this, this changes so much. I mean. You co- can just vi- call whoever. Hello, President Obama. <laughs> I am a ghost. You have to let the people know ghosts are real. I mean, Violet has to have called Constance because she has no other way of getting Constance <laughs> to come over to the house. So she has to have called her. And like, ghost on phone really messes up because even Nora would know how to use a phone. Yeah. You know? Like, this is so bad. Like, god Uh, damn it. I I think they really want us to not pay attention to that because then also Violet's also smoking a cigarette, which I guess is something that ghosts can do even though they don't have functional lungs. And, like, Um, what really sucks is because they want these consistent rules across the whole season, so the whole show is polluted with all these weird fucking ghost rules. What if ghosts get iPhone? (laughs) Now you you can just say shit. Like, why didn't the butcher just write them a letter to get out of the house? You know what I mean? Now it's all (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) Why didn't the butcher simply nail up a sign that says, here be ghosts, and then call the mayor and be like, hey, it's me, a ghost. I'm real. If you want to send someone down, I'll, like, cut their head off or whatever. But, like, I'm very real. I will kill again. (laughs) Who who started this website? Don't buy my haunted house.com. You know, like, it's all really wrong now. Like. Damn it! Oh, my God. Oh, well, anyway, Violet uh, tells Constance, who's not happy to be there, um, that Chad and Patrick have decided they're also going to steal the babies. And Constance is like, fuck, I wanted to steal the babies. Um, And she's like, I'm going to go talk to them. Also, I'm going to call Billy Dean, um, Sarah Paulson, my medium, to come exercise the ghosts. Violet. Violet specifically is the one who asks. She's like, Constance, I wanted to get a hold of Billy Dean. And she's like, why? She's like, so she could exercise ghosts. And Constance is like, oh, maybe. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I guess we'll try. I mean, Billy Dean did know what was in the Pope's sad box. So her capabilities are wide and various (sighs) for all we know. Um, Also, you don't exercise ghosts. That's not a thing. You exercise demons. Um. I guess that's yeah, why they keep her, leaning yeah. so heavenly or hev- heavily on like banishing instead of exercising. I was say banish, right? Yeah. yeah, you like banish or like you exile a ghost. Functionally the know? same thing, yeah, if we're you, being honest. Like you get rid of the Well, the, the other thing is too, like none of this makes sense that like Violet came up with this idea. Constance knows the spirit medium, is obsessed with the house, doesn't like some of the residents. 
And then it's like, oh, yeah, I should have asked about this. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm. Either, yeah. <laughs> Constance thinks she can handle it by just going and talking to Chad. Um, get ready for I some more slurs, I guess. Exercising. It depends on your frame of reference, right? Because exercising is like removing something that shouldn't be from a vessel it is currently in. So, like, exercising a demon from someone is removing the demon from their body. So, I guess if you're talking about the house as a whole, it could legally be exercising, I guess. I think, yeah. By the way, they imply the house is a direct malevolent force with intent in this episode, Mm -hmm. and it's insane. (laughs) And that just... (sighs) <sighs> no, that is, I regret to inform you, will be a, that is one of their hard and fast, like, yeah. AHS ghost rules, is that if there is a place where this kind of shit happens, the place itself has some modicum of, like, awareness and desire. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not good, and it never, um, they're gets not, explained. <laughs> they're not like I, again, like because it's like a like a, a show where like the character or the actors are using everything. I don't know why they insist on having this continuum kind of thing because it doesn't work as they add more ghost rules and things happen. It already is not internally consistent, and you could kind of just give it okay. It's a horror show, and it goes on all along, but it just keeps going years and years. So anyway, but yeah, you know, it's like. Yeah. So I, I, I'm sorry to keep beating that drum. Um, no, I mean, you're, you're right. Good. You're correct. You are yeah. 100% correct. Um, <laughs> and so Constance runs upstairs um, to go deal with the couple and is, yeah, very upset that they are gay more than that they are trying to steal the babies because that would make her a hypocrite. Uh, if she was mad about the baby stealing, since that was also her intention, I guess. <laughs> um, does get owned pretty hard after Constance does some, you know, man should not lie with man. It's an abomination to which um, Chad replies. So is your hair. Um, eat shit, idiot. <laughs> like, and, yeah, um, pretty good. Um, and then, yeah, Chad's just like, actually, there's been a lot of research done on it, and it shows that same-sex couples are not like any kind of hindrance or downside as parents to a child. Okay, thanks. <laughs> and then uh, Constance just kind of uh, gets owned and then uh, <laughs> accidentally says, like, you will not be taking my grandchild because she's so owned that she lets slip that Tate is the father of the child Mm -hmm. um which chad immediately um puts together by the way like good shit fucking miles edgeworth over here (laughs) yeah two clues snapped together in his brain tate baby daddy and is like all right i got it um and yeah constance is like so you can take the other one just don't take the one that's my my lineage directly to which chad goes I'm taking both them babies and you can hold that, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, and then he reveals um, his plan. Um, I don't know how much of this is Patrick's plan. God. <sighs> well, um, in the style of uh, who wants to be a millionaire, what would you think would be the most unlikely thing that uh, these two who already showed no so, indicators uh, would clarify. do? The question is, this couple is going to steal a pair of babies that are living babies. What do you think their plan is with raising the kids? Do you think they are simply going to be stay-at-home dads um, that explain to their kids, hey, we can't leave the house because we're ghosts or whatever, but like, we're going to give you a good life? Or 
Do you think they've never talked to a single parent or been near a parent who's recently had a child ever in their life? Or been on a plane. <laughs> been on a plane, perhaps. Been in an unfortunate movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like. just near a baby ever yeah. in their entire lives. Mm-hmm. Just ever in their entire lives. Um, because Constance brings that up. She's like, hey, um, how are you two going to raise babies? You can't leave. So, like, who's going to, like, get them food and stuff um and like are they what what's the deal how do you even plan on doing I'm this gonna take them when they're at peak cuteness when they've maximized their adorability and then we're gonna smother them with hypoallergenic pillows a detail the writers felt the need to put in as a zing <laughs> on the gaze i guess i don't know and it's unclear yeah. why the pillow got brought up um, so that they stay a baby forever, which is a nightmare and um, hell. Yeah. <laughs> that is hell. Yep. Two babies forever? Are you kidding me? Like, I would die. Again, I also don't have a proclivity to ever having children, so I may have a certain bias here. But the idea of having two babies in perpetuity is pretty close to my idea of hell. <laughs> that is... I, oh. I So, I, I really... I love being a dad. I really do. And I'm not just saying that. For, uh-huh. like, but, like... And, I, and babies and are cute. And their kids are cool. They are. Yeah. And even when they're infants, they're very cute and stuff. It's hell, though. Like, it's renowned yeah. how horrible it is. And it's true. It's like, you never sleep. It never stops. And there's good... When it's good, it's good. And when it's not, oh, my God, it stinks. And you're like, I can't wait. I was going to say... Bro, there were times I talked to you where you were just like, yeah, I've slept uh, two hours in five days. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I do when I'm partying and having a good time. And even at the end of it, I have like a little bit of regret. I can't imagine doing that. And it wasn't like a good time for those five days. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, to be clear, anytime I say like, yeah, I don't want to have kids. Like, oh, no, bad. That is not me saying like people who have kids like are bad or anything. That's me saying no. I am not strong enough to do what you do. <laughs> I would explode. Yeah. yeah. I would die. I would die. I would get woken up after getting two hours of sleep for three days and I would simply defenestrate myself through the nearest window. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would just That's be me gone. Saying, I cannot do what you've done. You are a goddamn champion. Um, no thanks, none for me. I am a weak little person who cannot hey, handle here, that. Here, Here's what I'll say to that, too. Smart decision. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's like when other people are like, I can't believe you're not having kids. I'm like, you can't? Like, I love them. I love doing it, but yeah, not, you know, it's fine. You know, like, live, a, live your best life. Who gives a shit? Like, you know, like, fucking sleep. Like, it's fine. It's almost like humanity is so good at imagining how good the other option would be in theory that we have a term for it of the grass is green. It's almost like we have this as part of the human condition yeah <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's weird when people deny it <laughs> so like the, the thing is that like what's is wild about this is even if if you're not a parent if you've never been around you can at least have an imagination to say like babies might get annoying forever for eternity you know yeah like, even if you, yeah. yeah being a parent i could say oh my god you couldn't do it you would you couldn't it's not possible but like you can just imagine it even if you don't have to have the empathy or the sympathy part of it you know what i mean like it doesn't make any sense I mean, if baby is ghost, you can simply throw baby like football. <laughs> and yeah? Baby will not, it's, baby will it's not like, mind. It's like, it's ghost. It's simply throw like football. It's like, it's like <laughs> a pet that screams 
forever. Like, you know, attempt and screams in a way that your brain is wired to react to. Specifically, like, specifically the way that you have through years and years of generations. Like, you react to it because it is considered, like, a biological imperative of the small one is screaming must protect. Exactly. (laughs) So, like... Oh my god, it would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, not to mention like um the payoff for the most part of having children is um a watching them grow up and b um them eventually becoming uh cognizant and self-aware enough to interact with you, your their parents as like human beings. Um, like Slow Beef said, essentially what you're getting with two dead one-year-olds um who are perpetually ghosts is um, two dogs that never stop screaming because they have about the world experience of my cat, Binks, um, <laughs> who screams all the time for no reason. Um, really just the worst, uh, the worst possible thing that this particular character could want. Um, and also it doesn't make any sense because they Nothing didn't even want the baby. any proclivity yeah. towards wanting. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, and, uh. Or why they would need both of them. Okay, they do. That's not fair on me. They do actually write a line in there to explain why he wants both of them, um, which is, oh, there will be a blonde and a brunette. And I'm like, Vivian has red hair. Um, What if they both have red hair? Isn't, like, red hair supposed to be a dominant gene if it's there or something? Like, that's not a great, like comeback for why do you need both babies i'm not sure about that but i know blonde is like pretty hard to lock down and like blonde gets lost pretty easily yeah and i imagine that if a blonde person tate and a redhead vi or uh, vivian have a kid it's either gonna be blonde or redheaded one of the two um and then the other one is ben's who has black hair so it's also that like and hair changes like in eye color oh, too, yeah. you know. So like in as infants, so it's like it, you have to wait like a few. Not months if anyway you murder though. them when they're one years old. Well, then, then they're always <laughs> brunettes. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like it's that's like none of this works. Why do I have like how has it like been like this far in the episode? And I feel like I've said that like ten times. Like it, it's all bad anyway. Well, the psychic is here, I guess. Yeah, Hi, it's right. me, Billy Dean. Remember me from the show? She's I'm a here medium, now. not a psychic. They're different. Psychics can't do right. exorcisms. <laughs> Can they not? Can I they don't know. The Dukens? <laughs> like, what are, I don't the know. Well, ghost, ghost, being a psychic in universe? Huh? G- ghosts can use, like, the internet. We're, like, past any rules now. Like, you know, all bets are off the table. We here. know what's in the Pope's bad box. Like, yeah, all bets are off at this point. She might as well have job points toward Exorcist at this point. What the hell, you know? But, um, yeah, so what happens here? Oh, yeah, Constance, of course, throws in another, uh, like, another slur. Another slur as she's explaining, hey, we need to exercise these two because they're going to steal the babies that I need to steal. Um, And then, yeah, Billy Dean just, like, talks to Violet um, telepathically, which I guess is a thing she can do to ghosts. (laughs) Sure, it doesn't actually serve a purpose here. Like, it might have served a purpose if, like, she needed to communicate specifically with Violet without, like telling constant something um that's not what she uses it for she uses it just to be like oh you're so young that's so sad like <laughs> she doesn't use it for like a practical reason she could have just talked to violet to say that 
But she doesn't. We just needed to establish that Billy Dean can talk to ghosts telepathically, I suppose. Or maybe or on the writers assumed we forgot that Violet was a ghost <sighs> or something. I don't know. Um. Anyway, so Billy Dean starts so to explain. So now it's time for Billy Dean to explain that the house is sentient and it hates, like the tornado from the film Twister. <laughs> it is aware of lineages. It knows who is a father to whom and will hunt down the children systematically, frankly. It is. <laughs> um, the way she explains it is if too many bad things happen in one place, it will become psychically charged and draw more misery and ire to itself to try and become stronger um this happens a lot at like sanitariums and prisons and stuff Mm -hmm. um and also i think it's trying to manifest itself in the real world which what (laughs) hold on what what is that what (laughs) hey wait (laughs) don't worry we'll address that in season five for another building (laughs) um (laughs) That sounds like a joke I just made up. It's not. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, (laughs) like that's because it's because this isn't how magnets work. I don't think. I don't know. I'm not the insane clown posse. But um, she says that because it's so charged with negative energy, it's become a magnet. Um, which again, I don't think that's how magnets work. Um, but that's yeah. why the if ghost get, can't leave. If you get too far away from the magnet, it becomes it pulls you harder, <laughs> it gets which mad. pulls you in. It gets mad that yeah, you're leaving. That's yeah, it gets pissed. It <laughs> goes <laughs> angry magnet mode. Yeah, I don't know. Angry yeah, force. No, magnets yeah. are magnets are like most uh, like forces and like small forces in in physics where the closer you are the more it affects you like gravity yeah 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 yeah. so it's not a magnet it's a bad it's more like an elastic band that's tied to your waist and also the center of the house i guess but she wants to use the term magnet so it's she's describing it as a a quote-unquote charged magnet which is why so basically tldr um house had bad thing happen in it and because of that that charged the house and because the house is charged and is now a magnet that is why a it wants to eat the babies or whatever and b the ghosts can't leave when they die um j-o crystals are real (laughs) in this universe that's what this implies (laughs) that means if enough dudes are having a good time around a rock at the same time they could make a powerful artifact (laughs) that could dispel ghosts that's what i'm getting from this thank you american horror story finally some closure on the authenticity of Uh, j-o crystals finally finally i'm just saying according to the properties that they have instilled as real and able to manifest demons a j-o crystal would function in the american horror story and god forbid it's a bunch of ghosts jerking it around oh no (laughs) if if they were jerking off maliciously oh That's if all you have to do to summon the Antichrist is for a ghost to, to fuck a lady. You don't want to even know what happens when a bunch God, of ghosts a gr- jerk yeah, off. Yeah, like ten of them together and they're angry. <laughs> you don't even want to know what happens then. They getting fuckers popping out of the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I hate it here. Um. So anyway, um, that's the explanation for the house. And then Billy Dean is like, um, my spidey senses are tingling. Um, 
I feel like a little fucker's here. And sure enough, over her shoulder, Tate is just in the doorway. And she's like, he's got to fucking go. Fuck that guy. He's got to get out of here. Um, and honestly, that's fair. She just sensed Tate enter a room and she was like, nah, yeah. no, thank you. He, he even says, he's like, I want to help. And she's like, you have helped enough <laughs> because she is a knower. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you have got to fucking go. Um, and then like a weird, the, the scene concludes in a really odd way where like Billy Dean's very clearly negatively affected by Tate's presence, um, which is fair. Um, and Constance is like, that's my son. And Billy Dean's like, cool. He's got to leave. Um, and then he does. And Constance is like consoling Billy Dean, who's now like visibly upset. And Violet's like, why can't he be here? Uh, and then like instead of Billy Dean answering and being like, that kid's fucked up. Uh, Constance answers on her behalf and is like, oh, when a medium comes into contact with such a powerful spirit directly, uh, it takes it has an effect on them. And I'm like. Did you just make that up? Like, <laughs> or is that what you think happened? <laughs> Psychics are weak to ghost types. This is like super well established. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And Constance is, if nothing else, a Pokemon knower. Um, that is her one established <laughs> character trait that is consistent across yeah, she, all yeah, episodes. Yeah, she loves fucking models playing Pokemon, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> she just like me for real. For, for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for uh, much less slurs used on my part if I have right. to yeah, pat myself yeah, on the yeah, back yeah. about something. We definitely something. back off of those. Uh. <laughs> uh, everything else, though, the knife in the purse, all of it. Like, I'm on board uh. for everything else that Constance has going on. <laughs> <sighs> well, um, so there's still a lot left in this episode that we hypothetically should probably save for the next episode. Granted, yeah. we're going to have to struggle to fit all of that into an episode as well. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. Unless there's something you'd like to drop as a cliffhanger for the next episode, I suppose we wrap it there. I mean, Ben starts uh, screaming that he needs to get Vivian out of a psych ward and that it's totally fucked up that she'd be in a mental health uh, thing, which is, um, as you may remember, the exact opposite of what he did last interaction. <laughs> and, and also, he's the reason why she's in there, in case anybody's forgotten. A um, man who is very adamant his wife shouldn't be in the psych ward is the reason and the determining factor for her being in the psych ward. He... um actively tried to put her in there and did yeah also um mm -hmm. there's gonna be a lot of medical malpractice going on <laughs> next episode like an absolutely outrageous amount like to the point of no a doctor walking in and saying hey you're gonna die if we don't do this for you probably um it and then you go no thanks they don't they shouldn't just be like well i tried yeah. <laughs> walk out like that's uh, yeah that's not like appropriate steps for a doctor to take when confirming this level of uh care being mandatory or something being so outlandish that they require specialist care clearly and completely you can't tell someone hey we detected your cancer and then just be like yeah, you know, I mean, hey, if you don't want to go to an oncologist, it's whatever, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just whatever, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want to. It's no, like, are you sure? No, well, like, hey, let's discuss this with some family or anything. Just, well, 
I tried. Didn't Most know. medical licenses <laughs> have like <laughs> tenure, right? You can't lose them once you got them or anything. So you know, whatever. Yeah. What? What? What's that? The the oath? What is that? No one ever. Yeah. No the one ever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. the hypocritical yeah, where you walk in and you just go like, "Hey, I want to. Uh, this is required for us to save your life." No thanks. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? Have a nice evening. In the original <laughs> Greek, it says like, "If you feel like it." At the very end, you know, part yeah. of the end. So it's just like you know. <laughs> Do no harm unless the patient asks you a little bit to, you know, maybe don't. <laughs> like, then just, like, do some harm. Oh, my God. Do some harm if you got to. Oh. Do no harm if you have the time not to. <laughs> maybe emphasize how dangerous a situation is. Don't just say, like, well, you probably shouldn't be like, no, this will put you in immediate and grave danger if you Because, like, clear. Where oh is that? God. Is that next? Yeah. <laughs> we- well, I don't know. We'll yeah, it's, yeah. It, it it is in the it's in the next scene, but it's a it's a pretty all long right, scene. Right, so. so we'll do it next right. time. But yeah, it oh boy, look forward to it, everybody. We're about to see a doctor, um, not commit due diligence <laughs> and then immediately just eat shit for it. Um, till next time, y'all. Later. <laughs> Later. Bye.